Double Dribble Podcast brought to you by the DS Walk Show and Deep Voice Radio is coming at you in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And welcome to the Double Drill Podcast. I'm your host, DS. And today I wanted to talk about the games that's come on today and recap yesterday's games and talk about the upcoming NFL triple header on the weekend and a lot of things that happen in sports. You know, the Francisco Lindor trade to the New York Mets. I want to talk about all that, but today I'm not going to talk about that because a lot of things has happened in our country that needs to be paid attention to. And a lot of things that went down, um, you know, it just... You know, it makes it so hard to focus and concentrate on sport where you see in your own backyard that the world is burning down. And that's what's happening right now because our world, our country right now is burning down because we have a a guy in office, 45, who refused to relinquish or refused to accept that he lost to Joe Biden, that he had a rally yesterday and all his supporters, not all of them, just enough, came out, show support, no problem with that, protest. No problem with that. But the problem was that he got his allies. He had his people all riled up for months and months and months. Got them all riled up and had them march over there to the Capitol and cause havoc. Not just any type of havoc. Not just make a lot of noise outside. They broke into the Capitol, bust a window, broke into the Senate, sat in some chairs, waved their flag. They outnumbered. They bullied the police in which I'm so disappointed because, you know, law and order, right? Law and order. That's, that's all we heard from 45 law and order law and order but yet i guess we forgot that he was only talking about his only law and order his law and order only map and because of the actions of few four people were shot three died one still alive and the capitol building was basically destroyed it's tarnished a little bit but when you watch it on the news when you see it on cnn msnbc fox it's like is this america is this our country and this is what it's coming to is this what's happening are you serious because all this stuff all this stuff the 45 been saying all this getting complaining it's all lies it's all lies he lost there was no voting fraud he didn't get cheated he straight up lost and if there was cheating he couldn't prove it he went to every court georgia pennsylvania texas michigan all the people that he put in all the people that he appointed told him hey there's no proof of voting fall case dismissed all of them all of them and he went on a rant he criticized his vice president try to bully him to overturn something that he doesn't have the doesn't have the power to do the people that stood by him mike pence vice president mitch o'connell all these people all these republicans who stood by him he turned on them because they couldn't give him what he want well you know what the constitution says no that's the problem the constitution says no and he has an issue with that he has a huge problem with that but not only that i have a problem with with everybody coming out here and listen to all these lies that this man is telling you why would you it's one thing to go to the capitol sightsee Ooh, i look so nice and it's one thing to protest but it's another thing to act like terrorists to go down there and cause havoc and by the way i am so disappointed in the in response of the police because you know why because if that was a rally 
And if that was full of black people that was rushing the capital, we would have been gunned down. The vicious dogs would have sicked on us. We would have been shot with rubber bullets. Hell, we would have been shot with real bullets. It would have been more than four people dead. You would have half of the damn protests of black people dead if we would have done that. It goes to show you what type of America we live in. There's white America. There's black America. Two different Americas. And yet... And everybody keeps saying, the system is fair. The system treats everybody fair. No, it doesn't. The system sucks. The system doesn't work for everybody. And it's a damn shame that we had to watch what went down yesterday and we see how the system works. Bull in display. You had cops taking selfies with the protesters who broke into the Capitol. If that was one of us, we would have been handcuffed. We would have been knocked to the ground. We've been handcuffed to the floor and we'd have been dragged out of there kicking and screaming. But no, what do they do? They take pictures with the protesters waving the c Confederate flag. You have one guy sitting in the Senate seat and they didn't do nothing about it. You have others on the lift waving the flag up and down, up and down on the Capitol building like it's nothing happening. You have people jumping off from the second floor to the ground you seen all types of activities going down at the capitol building and where was the police late response where was the capitol police late response the governor excuse me the mayor activated the, um the national guard a day before this all happened where were they late response what was the excuse oh we weren't prepared for all this to go down but yet you knew this was going to happen you knew this is a potential that could happen you were you supposed to be trained for this you was told this but you weren't ready come on man come on this is a shame and in December fat, my hearts and prayers, actually, to be honest with you, my hearts and prayers go out to those family members who lost loved ones yesterday for no apparent reason. It should have never happened. But you know it's our fault, 45. But you know what's going to happen? He's just going to leave in two weeks. Like, nothing happened. Like, nothing happened. No, I could. That's who he is. That's y'all president. That's who you guys want to represent this country. This is one y'all want back in control. This is the one that y'all feel that this is the man for the job. And you know what? He has proven to you time and time and time and time again that he is not the right man for the job. And beyond which, we don't know who's the right person for the job. Hell, Joe Biden might be just as worse as Donald Trump. We don't know that, but we're going to find out. Kamala Harris might be worse as Mike Pence. We don't know that. We're going to find out. But the bottom line is that the Republican Party need to get their act together. You put your support behind this man and look what he did. He proved you guys wrong. You guys say, hey, we can control him. You know what? You couldn't. You know why you couldn't? Because he was too strong, too powerful for you guys. This man, for four years, did everything he wanted to do. Y'all tried to slow him down, but it didn't work. You know why? Because he went on social media, criticized every last one of you. Talk about you guys like a dog. Made fun of one of Senator's wife. He went off on one senator talking about his wife and his family. You know what that senator did? I'm talking about Ted Cruz. He stood by him like a coward that he is. That's a shame. Nobody there has any didn't have the balls to stick up to him because they were too terrified that if they did, they was gonna be part of his tweet and he's gonna come at them viciously. And you know what? He did all that and then some. And you know what they did? They cowered away. They're like, you know what? We can't control him, so let's unleash him on the world. But they forgot when they mean the world, they mean on our own country. This is disgusting. Everywhere around the world, everyone was watching us, watching what was happening in our backyard. Everybody around this world, China, 
Japan, the Philippines, Canada, all of them, Mexico, all of them. And you know what? And I get, I bet you they was like, hey, you know, they got what they deserve. Hey, we tried to tell you a long time ago. This guy's loony. He don't know what he's doing. You know what? They probably thinking United States, what a joke. If they would have known it was that easy for our own people to do that, just imagine down the road if we get into a beef or to attack another country. What do you think they going to do? The exact same thing that our own people did at our own nation's capital. I can't express how disappointed I am any more than right now because this is something that should have never happened. Never happened. Never. Because as every one of us has stated a long, long time ago, even now, we love our country. We stand for our country. We are proud Americans. We are proud to be American. We are proud to be from this country. This is the country of the free. We love this country. This country means everything to us. But you know what? After what we seen yesterday, after what I saw yesterday, it didn't look like we loved this country, we was proud of this country. It looked like a bunch of terrorists who was ready to burn it down. Why? Because we got someone in office for the next two weeks. All he wants is see the city burn. He just want anarchy. Some people call him dictatorship. I call him a dumbass. Because that's how he portrayed himself. And all those people who was there to watch it burn and help it burn it down, you guys are some straight idiots. And just remember, karma is always going to come back on you. I watched a press conference today. The mayor of D.C., oh, she is fearing. And I guarantee you, they're going to be a lot of rest. What went down yesterday? Uh, and don't call on Donald Trump to bail you out because you know why? Because once he leaves office, he's going right to his home in Florida. He's going to golf. And while you guys are here pleading for Donald Trump, he's the greatest president we ever had. He, we need him back in office. You know what he's gonna do? He's gonna turn his head and say, hey, Fuck you. And he's gonna keep him moving. I'm sorry for my language, but you know why? Because it's true. Everybody knows it's true. He only cares about himself. All those people did that for a man who is selfish, who only cares about Donald Trump. The man would sell his own family if he had to. He would sacrifice the people he loved if he had a choice. But what he did, he sacrificed a bunch of his supporters to do his dirty work. And Congratulations, you did it. But when I was watching first tape, and when I listened to Stephen A. Smith, when I was watching Max Kellerman, I was listening to these guys, even Kendrick Perkins. They we they all have something in common with me, is that these next two weeks you just don't know what's gonna happen. But these next two weeks it's gonna be scary because you don't know. It's just the unknown part of this. And not only that, I'm scared. I'm scared as well because you know why? Because those same supporters can come into my home. Or anybody's home and do some damage. Why? Because that's what he wants. Because they believe in all the lies that he has told from day one. Day one. I never seen a group of people so much, a huge group of people, to believe the lies that this man has told. It's like they think this man is God, but in reality, he is nothing but just a man who just who can't accept defeat, who can't accept that he lost. And it's so sad. You know, I remember when I was a kid, when I was playing basketball, football. Actually, I remember when I played football. And we lost almost every game. I want to say we won one game. We were one and eight. And it bothered me so much. It bothered me because my team and myself, we played our butts off. We just could win we just wasn't good enough and losing it sucks i hate losing i hate losing because it, it's it's a fail i fail and when you lose nobody don't like that feeling but the one thing will loss will tell you is that look you know what you did wrong you do your part again get better
Get better. Continue to get better. Know your mistakes so that when you come back next year, you can help your team win. And that's what I did. I came back the next following year, worked on my craft, worked on everything I need to. And you know what? I helped my team to be a better team and we had a winning record. Donald Trump, he could have just ride off to the sunset, realize his mistakes, accept defeat, come back in 2024 and run again. That's all he had to do. He had to go through, go put the people in this country, put people in harm's way because he's a sore loser. It don't have to be that way. I, I like to win more than the next guy. Trust me. I am very competitive, but sometimes you're going to run up to some people who just better you. But, oh, but not just that. Sometimes in his case, the people have spoken. The people didn't like the way you was handling your business in office. So therefore, we elected somebody else who can take this country to new heights, to a better situation. We in this country, we should be right now healing, come together as people so that we can recover. Because we've been through a lot of, for over a year, over a year. We had to deal with the coronavirus. We had to deal with protesting. We had to deal with police brutality. We had to deal with everything. Death. People getting sick. We had to deal with this. But no. What happened? More anarchy. More anarchy. More anarchy. And lies for my president. Excuse me. Our soon be former president. He didn't take the COVID-19 serious. So therefore, we're still here dealing with it. We, If he had taken serious, we might have a better grasp, a better handle on this by now. But no. Nah, nah, he did. He ain't take it serious. Nah, they ain't gonna get here. And then we had to deal with police brutality towards African Americans as myself. People, we protested, we voiced that displeasure, and what happened? People tried to downplay it, say it doesn't happen, and it's been happening all around. It's been happening for years, decades, and now we have a, we had an opportunity to speak out about it. And people just no, nah, police don't do that. Police don't do that. Police don't do that. George Floyd got killed. George Floyd got killed by a police officer on camera, and we see them die on national TV. And people still find a way to blame George Floyd for his own death. This is what we're dealing with for 2020. And now it's 2020. 21 and we are off to a bad start it's bad enough that we might have to stay inside for another year it's bad enough we deal with the COVID-19 it's bad enough that our kids can't go to school in person it's bad enough that we working from home but now we got to deal with a sore loser who had people rush the capital because he lost because the people voted him out because the people want better because the people want to heal because the people feel that this country deserves a better leader who's going to take this country to the next level to the next height we trying to get back to being the top country in the world but no he wants to be the man and since he could not be the man that he wants to destroy let's tear it down let's burn it down and then we got people out here supporting that how dumb that is how dare you guys sit here and say y'all love america and what y'all did yesterday proved to me it proved to everyone else who wasn't there that's not loving america that's not loving our democracy that's not loving our nation that's not supporting our lawmakers uh, listen i'm all for holding the people office accountable for their action i'm all for holding them making sure that they make this country better i'm all for that holding them accountable and yes i do agree one person said hey you know what i elected these officials this is kind of my place i kind of agree with them with that a little bit but damn we got to destroy our own home we got to destroy our own capital building you remember how y'all say black lives matter all they do is it, they, they protest, they rioters, they're nothing. What did you guys did yesterday? Did the exact same thing. All we do is try to go out and have a peaceful protest. You guys destroy. And every time our peaceful protest, it turns violent. We're not the ones who's doing it. It's never us doing it. And by the way, I got to correct a lot of people yesterday. There were some black people down there for the protest. 
Trump protest yesterday who was part of that demonstration, who were part of destroying the Capitol, minor damage. So for those who say that you don't catch a black person down there, uh, excuse me, when I watch the CNN, there were some black folks down there and they are just as wrong, just as guilty. That's stupid. I'm like I said, I'm all for, I'm all for the good. If it's voting fraud, I'm all for proving it. I'm all for that. If he was cheated, prove it. But if you go to the courts time and time again and you base, and you show them the facts, you show them everything they're telling you, there's no proof of it. You have no proof. It's self-defeat. But don't wait till the last minute because you finally realize what you did wrong and tell your peoples, hey, calm down, go home. I'm going to make a peaceful transition from myself to Joe Biden to uh, the soon be president. You only said that so they can stop what they're doing. But you don't mean it. This is sick. This is terrible. We deserve better. And to all those people down there who did some damage, I hope they get prosecuted and thrown in jail just like the way we would have. I'm sick and tired of living in two Americas. I want to live in one America when it's fair, equal. I deserve that. My family deserve that. We all deserve that. It's been the DS Walk Show. I'll talk to you guys next week. I'm out. Peace. Actually, it's not peace. This has been the Double Dribble Podcast. And I'm sorry. You know, I got a little ahead of myself, but I was upset. But I tell you this, though. Through all I'm feeling right now, I still believe there's hope. I still believe there's hope. And I want to get to these comments. When you hear from right, what Draymond Green said and what Steve Kerr said and Bayhawk going to sum it up, what both guys said is this. The people who attacked the Capitol terrorists, and you will not ever see a black person doing the exact same thing. You will not ever see a black person get treated the way they got treated yesterday. You won't ever see it. I agree with that. And I don't give a damn if, if my listeners or anyone who hear this podcast disagree with me. I don't care because it's true. And I'm going to sit here and tell you that right now. If you don't believe me, just go through the history books. It will tell you everything you need to know. Now, I'm going to get to a little sports topics right here going down. If you guys... Want to see the next big thing that's going to come to the NBA. His name is Kay Cunningham, and he plays for the University of Oklahoma State. He is six foot eight four, guard, power forward, small forward, center, point guard, shooting guard. Yes, he is all that and then some. Check him out. This young man is going to be not only the next big thing, he's a generation talent. And whoever drafted him, I'm crossing my fingers. That is my Detroit Pistons because we can use a young man like this. He is a straight-up playmaker. And he, as I described, any other generation, generational talent, he will make your team better. He will make your team good. And it doesn't even matter if you have a young point guard on your team or a veteran point guard on your team. He is that straight-up playmaker. Just imagine you have a playmaker at the point guard position and potentially at the 3, the 2, or the 4. And this young man, after 20, points a game and he dishes anywhere between five or seven assists a game imagine having that young man right now a freshman in college who's going to turn pro imagine that young man on your team and just imagine if you got a young point guard on your team going matching up with him lord have mercy it's going to be scary the orlando magic lost markel's folks to a season ending torn left acl orlando magic was one of the surprise team who got to a good start Man, Marquez Fultz, you know, been through a lot in over his career. He signed a brand new contract. He's finally getting paid. He's finally healthy. He was balling, and now he tore his left ACL. He, I just pray this young man mentally would be all right, because I know physically, I know he's going to attack this rehab with everything, and I know he's going to be back stronger and better. So my prayer and hearts go out to you, Marquez Fultz. I look forward to seeing you next year balling. Bradley Bill pissed off because he scored 60 points in a loss. The Washington Wizards, man, right now, between the Wizards and the Pistons, 
where both teams you got superstar players Jeremy Grant on the Pistons then you have Bradley Bill and Russell Westbrook who's been bought but he hasn't been efficient he hasn't been efficient they've been putting up good numbers in the Piston case they've been in every ball game except for the last two against Milwaukee they've been in every ball game in fact they should have won all those ball games but they come up short because of lack of discipline on hey not playing defense for the full for the full 48 making too many mistakes with the turnover same thing the Wizard you know they the, the rest of that team they too busy like a days watching Bradley Bill Russell Westbrook doing their thing but more importantly this is more on Russell Westbrook not being efficient yeah it's nice that you get a triple double but damn can you get a triple double make it count and only that you know you got some young players in there who is trying to step up who actually is stepping up it's just right now I look at the Wizard it's just a bad mix it's just a bad mix and Bradley Bill Scott Brook and Russell Westbrook got to get on the same page they got to get this going in the right direction because they right now they should be an AC just on talent wise they should be an AC in the east but they all need to get better and play better I have mentioned the New York Met have traded for Francisco Leonardo <laughs> Francisco Lindor of the Cleveland Indians and Carlos Carrasco are going to the New York Mets and I can sit here and tell you the Mets are ready to compete and they're not done they're not done they're going to continue the New York Mets want to be the top team in New York but the top team in the NL not just the division in the NL Steve Cohen their new owner he is serious when he said he wants to win what's winning now he means it so let's look at the trade from Francisco Lindor Carlos Carrasco going to the Mets for infielder Andre Jimenez Amar Rosaro right-handed Josh Wolf outfielder Isaiah Green now, with these moves, the Indians are hoping they can still be competitive in the AL Central, but more importantly in the ALE, in American League. They want to be, still be competitive. Well, I'm not saying they can't, but I'm saying they can as well. Listen, you know, the Indians have been good for a while now. And we all know they always had a good farm system. Even, even now when they let Francisco Lindor go, they always end up getting good guys back in return. So we know they're going to be competitive. They're going to compete. Now, whether they're going to be a playoff team or not, that's going to be, that's going to be depends on how these young guys come along and if they make any more moves. But for the New York Mets, this is good because now they potentially might have a team that compete with the Atlanta Braves. I can see and tell you, they over, they jumped over the Philadelphia Phillies. They jumped over the Miami Marlins. This is a team right now where Francisco Lindor and, Carlo, and Carlos Carrasco, <laughs> I take a deep breath and say his name. Uh, yeah, they're going to compete with the Atlanta Braves. Now, will they overtake the Atlanta Braves? Just like Cleveland, it depends on what they do from here. They can make some more moves? Yes. If they make some more big-time moves? Yes, they will. Now, we're going to see because... The owner wants to win. He wants to win now. He wants to win often. So we're going to see how big that checkbook is. I mean, if you're going to win that bad, you can sign me. I'm available. I'm a hell of a catcher. I can't move as quick as I used to, but I can hit the ball and play some good defense. But don't expect me to make a, make a single to a double. That ain't happening. Unless you got an oxygen tank somewhere, that's not going to happen. All right? <laughs> and finally, um, football fans. This is y'all weekend. Big weekend. It's a triple header wild card weekend on Saturday and Sunday. I can't look. I'm I can't wait either. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking forward to it. I got the Ravens winning. I got the Saints winning. Yeah, I know I called my shot early. I called it early. But I'm looking forward to it. This is a huge weekend for football fans. I know because everybody is gonna be cheering for their favorite team. Betting is gonna be at a top at a sky high. This is the triple header wild card. We know we know we never had a triple wild card weekend ever. I mean, Saturday we got football. Sunday we got football. Monday we got the college football national championship between Ohio State 
State Buckeyes and Alabama uh, Christmas tie. And by the way, I'm taking Ohio State. And please don't tell my friends from Michigan that I'm taking Ohio State. I mean, if you're a diehard football fan, you're in football heaven right now. Now, here's going to break somebody's heart when I say this. There's going to be some upset. There's going to be a lot of upset. If you're the Tennessee Titans, I wouldn't be so confident. But you might get upset if you're the New Orleans Saints, who I did pick to win. But I'm shaky with that. Why? Because you haven't performed well in the postseason in a very long time. You might get upset by the Chicago Bears. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, who has no running game, but your quarterback has not looked good, I would be a little nervous there if you're a Steelers fan. Why? Because the Cleveland Browns has been playing good football. They got one of the top running games in football, Chubb and Hunt. Oh, and by the way, Baker Mayfield looks like a quarterback. Don't feel too confident over there. And I already said, I got Baltimore beating Tennessee because Lamar Jackson is out for blood. The Baltimore Ravens is out for blood. They know what they got to do to beat the Tennessee Titans. They got to slow down that train that's called Derrick Henry, and they have to play stout defense. Josh Allen, and look, I got Buffalo beat Indy, but Josh Allen's going to ball out. But if he makes too many mistakes, Indy will win that game. Indy has a good defense, and they got a good running game. Don't sleep on the coat. But I got Buffalo winning at home. And listen, I'm not even going to touch on the Tampa Bay and Washington football team because bottom line, it's about Tom Brady. Tom Brady. <sighs> Tom Brady. So, uh, I got the Buccaneers winning. And the Rams and the Seahawks, you know, Jared Goff might not play. So, that's a huge factor right there. But if the Seahawks come out and Russell Wilson come out on fire, if we come out in the first three plays or the first four possessions and they get touched out, it's over with. I don't care if we got Aaron Donald on the defensive line. Um, if Seattle come out here and put up a combination of three straight touchdowns or two touchdowns in the field goal, it's just going to be over. Okay. Their defense has been playing very well these last last four games. Ever since Jamal Adams came back, this defense has been very well. Carlos Dunlap is giving them that pass rush they've been missing. And even though Russell Wilson has not been playing like MVP Russell Wilson these last few games, he usually turns it on when it counts. And in postseason is when it counts. So I expect Seattle to win this game. But at the end of the day, end of the day, I expect to see the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Green Bay Packers in the Super Bowl. That's what I want. That's what I'm cheering for. And I pray that I get that. And before I sign off, I just want to say this. If you know here and there. If y'all don't know, Trevor Lawrence and Brooks have declared for the NFL draft. Devontae Smith won the Heisman Trophy. Congratulations to those young men on a good college career. I'm talking about Brooks and Lawrence. Devontae Smith, congratulations on winning the Heisman Trophy. Well deserved. And I agree with everyone has been saying. If a quarterback won the Heisman Trophy, I would have been upset and just go ahead and make it the quarterback trophy. Also, congratulations in order because history was made again. Bianca Smith, Congratulations of being a skipper for the Boston Red Sox in the minor league. She's become the first black woman to coach in professional bas- and professional baseball. She broke down a lot of barriers to get here. But more importantly, it was done by the Boston Red Sox. Congratulations, Bianca Smith. I look forward to hearing good things about you in the minor league. And hopefully, your stint in the minor league, hope a successful one. Because I'm hoping down the road, not only we inspire more women to be head, to be managers in the minor league, I hope this league leave this to a big time gig in the major league as a manager. Well deserved. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for today. I want to say not just me personally, but in the NBA, NFL, you hear the league's teams put out statements. 
And before I leave, I want to read this to you. This one for the National Basketball Players Association Director Michelle Roberts, who was very upset about the double standard that happened yesterday. And I'm going to read this little statement, then I'm going to be done for the day. And she, and I quote Michelle Roberts. Michelle Roberts told ESPN that her conversation with multiple NBA players throughout the afternoon kept returning to the contrast between the scene of Donald Press, uh, President Donald Trump supporters storming the Capitol with the Tuesday announcement that police officers in Kenosha, Wisconsin, would not face any charges in the shooting of Jacob Blake, who is black. In the aftermath of the Blake shooting in August, the Milwaukee Bucks decided against playing in the playoff game against the Orlando Magic in the league bubble at Walt Disney World Resort in Lake Buena Vista, Florida. More teams joined the Bucks in the league shut down the protests for three days before the restart. Today started yesterday when the Jacob Blake shooting was being justified, although I'm not sure there was a single human surprise at that finding, Roberts told ESPN. On Wednesday, every single player that contacted me or that I contacted saw the same connection to the Blake shooting being justified. We were watching these people essentially committing treason at the Capitol and I have yet to hear about a single shot being fired. She goes on to say, we saw a black police officer being chased and players said to me, so this is what they can do and people don't get the privilege stuff. I know how they're feeling. I am so angry and pain and refusing to cry. It reminded me of something that James Baldwin said when asked what what it was like to be a Negro in the United States of America. He said that if you're conscious of what's going on in the country, you're a Negro. You're in a constant stage of rage. On a day like this, it's the first thing that comes to mind. All I can say is that I'm grateful knowing that hopefully nobody who looks like me is going to Capitol Hill to respond to this because if they do, they will see a different response by law enforcement. You know it and I know it. Robert's comments before police confirmed that 35-year-old woman, Ashley Babbitt, was shot and killed in the Capitol on Thursday. Three other people died as well from medical emergencies, local authorities said. Players and coaches across the NBA commend commenting on Wednesday's events in Washington. The Heat and Celtics left the court together shortly before their game in Miami, with the two teams issuing a joint statement just prior to tip-off saying they will play the game with a heavy heart at the yesterday decision in Kenosha, and knowing that protests in our nation's capital are treated differently by the political leaders depending on what side of a certain issue they are on. Celtics coach Brad Stevens said the game came close to not being played and that his players would have had the full support of my staff, myself, and our organization had they elected not to take the floor. Steve Kerr, head coach of Golden State Warriors, called the day's event a pretty clear reminder that the truth matters. The Warriors, many of them wearing Black Lives Matter shirts, knelt for the anthem along with the Clippers before the game tipped off Wednesday night at the Chase Center. While Clipper coach Ty Lue called the slow unity powerful, veteran Paul George said he thought the NBA have, should have canceled the games. Clippers forward quite learned believes the day event at the U.S. Capitol would have been much different had it been African Americans and other minorities who stormed the building. Ladies and gentlemen, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, these statements I just read from Michelle Roberts, who represents the players of the NBA, those are real, and that's how they feel, and that's how every African-American person feel at what we seen yesterday. Don't turn your head on it. Just know that we live in two different Americas, and the Americas that we live in, we don't get that same benefit of doubt. This has been a Double Dribble Podcast, brought to you by Deep Force Radio, and Anchor Podcast, where you get your podcast. Thank you guys for taking the time to listen to my show. I'm out. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Double D Podcast, a.k.a. the Double Dribble Podcast, brought to you by the DL's Walk Show and The Voice Radio. You can listen to me on Anchor or on Spotify, and you can follow me on Twitter.